I'm home. Oh, there you are to greet me, podcast listener. I see you right at the door. Hello. Oh, stop. you're licking my face, podcast listener. Oh, my. Oh, you're licking my face. I love you, podcast listener. Oh, I'm going to smush you. Hi, podcast listeners. This is Mike Fallick. Welcome to For Quality Assurance, a small pet podcast asking big questions about small pets. Today, I'm going to talk about something a little stranger. You probably don't have this animal as a pet, but this is something sort of personal to me. I uh, created an art gallery installation at Art Cafe Bar Brooklyn, uh, 886 Pacific Street in Brooklyn, New York, off the Clinton, Washington Aves. Clintonton. <laughs> Clinton, Washington Aves stop on the C train. Clintonton. You know, you know Washington. And Clintonton was the first president of ours in the nether realm. Uh, No, he he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Like, the people from the nether realm would be upset that I said the wrong president. Did it again. See how funny I am? Um, I created a gallery about Santa's village. Instead of, I created a sort of new look for Santa, and I used Tanuki instead of elves. I I use these sort of mythical creatures uh, from Japanese culture as as the elves for Santa. And I used uh, Kirin, which uh, which we're not going to talk about today. Kirin is a a dragon deer instead of reindeer. Um, Also mythical. Not just for educational purposes. I have to, I'm obliged to tell you, there is no such thing as dragon deer. Uh, Deer and lizards are... uh, Simultaneously terrifying and cute enough on their own. No need to combine them. But we're going to talk about uh, Tanuki today. Now, most famously, I, before we go into this great article, I'm mostly going to be telling you about an article on Onmark Productions um, about Tanuki. But uh, uh, most commonly, you'll see Tanuki sculptures in Japanese restaurants. You'll see them in sushi restaurants very predominantly. They... Uh, they are very cute looking. I'll, of course, post pictures of my tanuki that I made, which are a slight variation on the traditional tanuki. Um, on the, on the, the, you, you'll actually have seen, um, on Monday, there was a post of a video of, of the tanuki village. But they, they're holding wine and stuff like that. They're, they're sort of, unlike the cat, which you'll see in a lot of Japanese and, and Chinese restaurants, um, the cat is sort of, um, if you don't know this, in uh, Asian cultures, Waving down is uh, their version of waving towards yourself. So when you wave towards yourself in, in uh, American culture, I'm assuming you're American, uh, that means come here. However, in uh, Asian cultures, waving down mean, is that that's what it means. They're, they're sort of beckoning you towards them like you would uh, scoop something. Like if, if like think about when there's something on your table. Like, like a cat does, actually. When a cat is trying to pull something towards it, it scoops down. You know, it puts its it puts its paw down and scoops towards it. That's the motion they, they sort of do. Not that you know. So that's a, a different cultural thing. The cat is welcoming you in. Tanuki are sort of legendarily, in the literal sense of it, uh, drunks. They're they like to party. They like to hang out. They're they they want to eat and have fun. So I'm going to read you about Tanuki. First, we're going to talk about real Tanuki. Now, real Tanuki are not badgers but are, in fact, dogs. Um, it, it, it's it, Both mythologically and in real life, they are confused for badgers because a lot of these words, you know, J- Japan is such an old culture that a lot of these words spill over. They, they're, they're, they're not really, it doesn't have anything to do with uh, what we know today as the genus and species of some of these animals. They've just created these words from a very long time ago. Um, 
I am also not going to attempt, not because I can't pronounce Japanese words, but because I the sort of um, on the site I'm using, the transliteration of them is uh, unfamiliar to me. So I'm not going to try and pronounce some of these Japanese words. We're instead just going to use the English translation of these words. So sorry. So Tanuki is a real animal. I'm, I'm going to read quote right from On Mark Productions. Often confused with the badger and the raccoon. It is neither. It is an atypical species of dogs that can grow up to 60 centimeters. Now, if you're from America, as we assume again, 60 centimeters is a, a, a length, which I refuse to translate. Uh, just look up what 60 centimeters is. Um, ah, no, okay, I'll do it for you. 60 centimeters is like, I don't know, uh, a little less than two feet. Um, it has distinct stripes of black under its eyes. Now, there you go. This is the problem with confusing it. I'm not quoting anymore. This is the problem with confusing it with badgers. Uh, in old Japan, tanuki were hunted for their meat, reputed to have medicinal qualities, their fur, used for brushing and clothing, and their scrotal skin, used as a sack for hammering gold into a gold leaf. They live in burrows uh, and come out in sunset Come out, oh, hold on. Come out after sunset in the wee hours of the morning. Says the Yasama Institute Center for Japanese Studies newsletter in September 15, 2001. As Tanuki have moved into urban environments, into... I'm really messing up some stuff here today, everyone. I'm so sorry. Give me a treat. No? Okay, only give me a treat if I do good. To quote... The Osama Institute Center for Japanese Studies newsletter. As Tanuki have moved into suburban and even urban environments in Japan during the 1980s and 1990s, they have taken to feeding at rubbish dumps and are even fed by local people in their gardens, which is one reason they are associated with raccoons who thrive on garbage. The future of Tanuki in Japan is uncertain, as many are affected with scrotal mange. Now, mange is um, a lot like mites. Uh, it's very unlikely that your animal would get it in your house, but it's uh, it is possible. It's uh, it's it's mites that that grow into the skin, and they uh, they it's really a, a horrible uh, way to die. A lot of um, animals in the wild die from mange. It's it's uh, very very common. Um, now. They talk about uh, curing tanuki, but we're not really going to go into that. Now, the, the, the focus of this article, which I find so fun, is that because of these translations and that it crosses over into different uh, um, lores all, all over Asia, is that the main focus of this article is distinguishing what a Japanese tanuki is, um, as opposed to uh, the, the fox and badgers of Chinese and Japanese cultures uh, mixing together. Uh, I'm going to read the overview, of course. The magical shape-shifting tanuki is clearly a composite creature. The original evil parts come from old China and its fox lore, introduced into Japan between the 4th and 7th centuries CE. Uh, the newer, tamer parts, such as the big belly, belly drumming, oh yeah, they like hit their bellies with, uh, a lot, um, uh, giant scrotum and sake bottle can be traced to Edo in the 18th and 19th centuries, while the commercialized benevolent parts, uh, promissory note, straw hat, emerged in Japanese artwork around the beginning of the 20th century. In general, 
The goofy-looking tanuki we are familiar with today is a recent creation, mostly Japanese. But by carefully investigating the tanuki's remote origins from China, we can demarcate original property from borrowed property. This, and so he goes into this whole idea that he can figure out where the, the, the fox creature comes in, what is a true tanuki myth. Um, they are, uh, uh, like I said, shapeshifters. They'll often show up in an attempt to test you. Um, uh, you know, they, they want to, to, to try you, and uh, uh, they, they're often, they often bring good. Uh, most Tanukis. They're often not really, they're, tr they're tricksters and troublemakers, but they're not uh, really malevolent and, and horrible. They're, they are there to have a good time. Um, now, unlike the, the fox creature, which is usually there to teach someone a, a lesson, to really, you know, dig in deep or, or, or get its own way. Um, it, the, I'm going to post the article it is a lot of fun. It's, there's my favorite part of the article is obviously the art, which is great. He has a lot of fox art, which is, I, I, which is where I think the article breaks down a little bit, is that he mostly talks a, a good amount about uh, Chinese foxes, which are a big part of lore. Maybe we'll do something on foxes one of these days. But my favorite part is a uh, table he made, which tells you where all of these, these ideas come from. Um, <laughs> sort of t listing the characteristics of a tanuki and then with X's and checks saying whether they are original tanuki or, or some sort of amalgamation from another character. But that is it for today, everyone. Um, could please come into our cafe bar and see the full... Now, the video we posted is only half of the art. So come into our cafe bar... 886 Pacific Street and see it all there. You know, you can always follow us on social media and, and, and see the pictures of it, or maybe I'll post another video at the end of the gallery to show you everything that's there. But uh, thanks for listening, and uh, um, do you want a new toy, podcast listener? Let's go to the store and get you a new toy you can chew on, destroy, Hopefully you don't find out it makes a squeaking noise. Oh, boy. I would like to sleep tonight, you know, and then I have to take it away, and then I look like the bad guy podcast listener. Okay? Let's go. I'll get you a squeaky one, but don't be ridiculous. Bye, everyone.